0: This message is brought to you by Living Faith Church. You can find us on the web at livingbyfaith.com. If you don't know me, my name's Abel. I'm the children's director. And um, I have the great pleasure of just, <laughs> just being love and, and, and learning from children and teaching children, but they're more teaching me. And uh, if you know me, I always will come up here and preach Matthew um, 18. And. Um, I'll just say it. Whoever continually humbles himself like a child and will stay wide-eyed in wonder will rank high in my kingdom. (laughs) What I love about children is they don't come to church to understand. They come to play. They come to interact. They come to play. Why don't we do that? I mean, it's, right? I'm just curious. It's a good question, right? Right? He's that good, right? I mean, he, he does say things like taste and see that he's good, not stand and pretend. <laughs> but it actually says taste and see. And I think what has stopped our um, tasting, everyone go, is reasoning. We love to reason. And what reasoning does is it dilutes the gospel. It waters it down and makes it hard and puts formula and equations and yada, 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 yada yada on it. Where what we just sang today is, (laughs) it's finished. (laughs) Could you imagine if we just believed in what Jesus actually accomplished? right? Just, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, what if what, what, what if we believed that in Colossians 1, where it says, oh no, I'm going to go to Colossians 2 first. What, what if, oh, look, look at this, Colossians 2. What, what if we believed in Colossians 2, and you don't have to put this up. She's like, look at you. Don't get mechanical back there. All right. Play with me this morning. Come on. All right. All right. What, what if what if it, it, write this down, if, if you don't know this, Colossians 2:14, where he says he canceled out every legal violation we had on our record and the old arrest warrant that stood to and diced it. What if we actually believe that? It says "He erased it all. Our sins, our stained soul. He deleted it all, and it cannot be retrieved." <laughs> I'm not done. He's not done. Everything, everyone say everything, everything we once were in Adam has been placed on his cross and nailed permanently there as a public display of cancellation. Everything you and I once were is on the cross. Why don't we have fun with that? I believe it's reasoning adults, we love to reason. Why? What does reasoning do? It makes you flex. I got knowledge. <laughs> I know grace. <laughs> I got all the scriptures down, right? Paul knew it all. Paul knew it all. He was, right, the chief. He knew he knew was the, the priest of priests, and he flexed. <laughs> but then when he got awoken to a reality Pastor Gavin said the word reality. Reality is as an awakening to something that's already here. He couldn't believe it. Is it that easy? It can't be that easy. It can't be that easy. Are you, right? Everything we once were an Adam. So this morning, I just want to just read the Bible to you. What if we just believed it? I'll teach a little bit. I'm sorry. I'm feeling funny this morning. Gosh, Alex, that was dangerous. All right, I want to start with Colossians one. Um, Pastor Gavin read this last week, and I and I love this scripture because I love Colossians and Ephesians, and I love the way Pastor Barry t- taught it. He would always use the word hoth. These are the hoths, as in past tense, as in it's right now, as in reality is it's right now. Because before that, can you put up Colossians three one in the New King James for me? Thank you. Look at that. Is that a hat? It is a hat. Okay. Yeah, it's glory, girl. (laughs) Gosh. Oh, my gosh. Colossians 3. New King James. If you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Next. Set your mind on things above and not on things on earth. Now, I'm going to read the Passion Translation because it just kind of goes in a little deeper. It's just deeper. Christ's resurrection is your resurrection too. This is why we are to yearn for all that is above. That's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. I love this, this next part. Feast on the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts with, heavenly realities and not with the distractions of the natural realm the heavenly reality is he's here what the enemy tries to do is he's a liar remember he's got no authority none we just sang that he's got none but what he loves to do is put like mirages like no God's far right or "I, I don't I feel sinful I feel he's gone no 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 Heavenly reality. Set your mind on heavenly reality. He is here. He's here. Isaiah 60 says, arise and shine because God's glory now streams from you. Right now, the heavenly reality is this. Whether you like it or not, God's glory is streaming from you as you sit right there and look at me. Are you aware of that reality? Right now, I don't feel that reality. I don't see that reality. Heavenly reality is he's streaming from you right now. That this person called love is streaming from you right now. that, That the fullness of his glory is streaming from you right now. And then he says, we go from glory to glory. But because we struggle with heavenly realities, we don't go from glory to glory. We go from... Inner healing to inner healing to inner healing to inner healing. Sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. I, I made fun of some of you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because here's the truth. Truth, truth is meant to be played with. Not understood. I can understand that there, this has red and white wheels and four wheels and has a red seat and it's got white little cool things and it's alloy and it's got two holes and it's smiling. This is how Christians play with truth. Hey, I got a scooter. It's red. See, I know, I know God because he's red. He's white. But we're afraid to <laughs> just Go. <laughs> We're just so afraid to just play in this reality that we're so holy that we could just play because he's there. God is pleasure. He created us in the Garden of an Eden, which is pleasure. So the dust he used was pleasure. You are his greatest pleasure. Now, why do we have to renew our mind? What did sin do? Colossians 1 tells us very clear. Sin alienated our mind and pitted us against God. But God never returned the favor. God was never, we were never God's enemy. We alienated ourselves. When at, this is what I teach the kids. <laughs> Here's what I teach the kids. So, so it's so simple. <laughs> God is love. And love never fails. And love never stops believing. And love never stops loving. And what I teach the kids is this. I go to the a light switch and I go, he doesn't have an off switch. When Adam and Eve bit the apple, God's love did not turn off. His love was continually hot through the Old Testament. And if you have trouble finding love in the Old Testament, it means you haven't hit the gospel. It means you don't believe the finished work of Jesus. I'm going to tell you a very fun truth. If in here anything pulls you away from the finished work, you haven't found it. I would encourage you to read another translation. Ask Holy Spirit. Because if you don't read it from the finished work, you will add reasoning to it and make excuses why it's not working to justify you being right. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. He's better than we think. Stop it. Stop. Please. Children can get this. We can get this. Come on. We're going to work together here. The finished work of cross in Genesis, when Adam bit, he came alienated in his mind. So when he heard love, when he heard pleasure, when he heard glory and joy walking, he hid. His reality just changed. What was the lie? that God turned off, never turned off. We think he turned off. So we, we work ourselves to get us, to, for him to love us. Stop it. <laughs> so stop it. It, you are his, I'm just going to say you are his drug. Why do we do drugs? To get pleasure, to get joy. You, you, we are it. We are it. The whole purpose of the cross was not to change God. It was to change you, to change me. Because I was alienated and I thought God was angry, wanted to beat me. Then I realized that he loved me as I am and then put himself in me and won't leave. Ever. Oh. So every step I take, the reality is he is radiating glory. Am I aware of that reality or am I aware of a natural reality? I'll give you another one. A reality, uh, uh, remember, this is why reasoning is very dangerous. You'll either, you either love the scripture or it's kind of scary to you. We all know it. This is why, this is why reasoning is so dangerous. As you believe in your heart, so it is. Or so is He. But that's why we have things like Sozo, to bring you back to the heavenly reality. That's why a lot of us walk out of Sozo's like, oh my God, He loves me. This is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now live there. Live in a reality. What is distracting you? Right now, all you have to do is flip through Facebook and Instagram, and you would think right now that the reality is there's a race war, a political war. (laughs) Not in my Bible. (laughs) Sorry. The heavenly reality is he's dealt with it. That the blood covered us all, and now we're all one in Christ. And that every person I meet is a masterpiece no matter what. And if they're angry, if they're hurting, it means they're trying to find a reality other than Jesus. But here's the thing that Paul understood in Ephesians and Colossians. Everything finds completion in Christ. In Christ. In what he did. Not you, not you, not what you can do. The reality is, you radiate. You're radiating right now. Are you aware of it? Or does something else have your attention? Something else taking you away? The reality is, he's here. I'm going to play with this everywhere I go. (laughs) But we love to more talk about it, right? That's why I love children. This is what kids do. It's interesting. I've been the kids director now for three years and, and there's a certain age. It's just really interesting. So when f- kids first come in around kindergarten, first grade. When we play like an intense game and I have long instructions, they're, I'm just like, you get it? And they're like, and then ready, go. And they're just like, ah! like, they're not afraid to miss it, to fall off. They're going to involve themselves. But we're afraid a little bit of this, of like, what if um, he's still there? <laughs> the reality is he never leaves. Go play. One of the little kids last week, it was, it was so cute. Um, I play this game called Pirates. It's got swords and we hit each other. That's right, I'm the children's director. That's what I do. <laughs> Give an excuse to hit your kids with a foam noodle. Um, <laughs> but... Um, But this little guy, it's just like he learns the game by participating. But then I've also seen kids kind of shy away, kind of like, I don't get it yet. Let me get really good by watching, and then I'll play. It's really interesting. But the younger ones, so in this game, there's these people called pirates, and the only way you could hit people is if they come out of the safe spot. And this little guy, I won't say his name, so cute. He didn't realize that yet. So he like totally ran in the safe zone and just started massacring. (laughs) Like, hey, remember, you can't cross the line. Okay. You know what he didn't do? Punish himself. Feel bad. I did it wrong. Put me in the corner. We do that. That's never a move of God. Perfect love cast out fear. Fear involves punishment. torment. God didn't put himself in you to punish you. He punished sin so that he could be in you. <laughs> and love every second of it. He is pleased in you. <laughs> so pleased. That he wants you to like, hey man, we have this like love here. Or hey, we have like prosperity here. How about we like, can we get on that today? It's like, oh, I don't know. Um, let me reason with you, God. Uh, I'm not that smart. Um, I lie a lot. Um, hey, Abel, why don't, why don't you just shut up and sit down? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. It's <That's> much better. <sighs> but, Abel, could it, could, it, could it be that easy? Could it be that easy? Let's go to Matthew 11. We're going to go in the Message Bible. Can we go to 11 verse? I think it's around 26. I read this verse last time I taught, and I didn't finish it, so I kind of want to finish it because this is Jesus talking, and I want to read the Message translation because it's just it's just it's just glory. Matthew 11. I think it's it starts out with "Are you tired?" Oh, this hat's in your way? It's the size of my elbow. How's that in your way? Um, uh, Matthew, it starts with Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. It's not there? Matthew 11. Matthew 11. What's, verse 28. Verse 28. Sorry, verse 28. Oh, then my Bible's wrong. My Bible lied to me. Just kidding. Bam! Booyah! Shaka baba. Can I can I No, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. I'm just I love this. Here we go. Are you tired? Worn out? Burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. I do it. I do it. I do it. You ever like play with a little kid and they're like, I do it. And you're like, trust me, you want me to do this. You'll fall off the cliff. Just (laughs) let me do it. I do it. Learn. I love this is the best part. This is here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. Learn the unforced. Rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. If you are sitting in here and feeling weight, guess who your source is? You're living in a mirage. That's all sin is, by the way. It's a mirage. He dealt with it. They're, like we we no longer have a separation problem. Yes? Please, please. We, we, we got I feel like I need to take you guys to go in the glory zone. Come on, we gotta just go to the basics. He loves you, he's there. <laughs> um, <laughs> live freely and lightly. Everyone say this word unforced. That is the key. Unforced. Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and John, we call them the Gospels, but I believe the real Gospel doesn't start until you really get to Romans. What, I, what I've learned about Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, or really you get to it at the end of John when he says, it's finished. Like, that's the good news is, until you get to that part, you're kind of like, oh my gosh, like, if I'm sinning, cut off my hand, like, Jesus, this is terrible. <laughs> Because the point of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is to realize, to get you that, you can't do it. You can't save yourself, clean yourself. You can't do it. You can't do it. That's the whole purpose of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, is to look at your hand and go, I'm going to fold. And Jesus goes, yes. And then he goes, here are five aces. And then you're like, wait, how are there five aces? That makes no sense. Exactly. It doesn't make sense. How did Peter walk and they're running to his shadow to get healed? It doesn't make sense. Christ in you is a mystery because God is endless. And the only cap that is there is the one you put. He's endless. Everyone just, just go deep a little bit right there. <sighs> I know I look childish. It's okay. I'm supposed to be a fool for Christ. I believe it. I'm free. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Come here, toy. I want to show you what reasoning does. Um, let's go to Matthew nine. We're going to go in the New King James. We'll start from chapter. I'm going to, this is the story Matthew. It's in Matthew nine, Mark two, and Luke five, but we're going to start in Matthew nine. It's the same story. It's where Jesus is preaching to the good people and to a to a group of religious heathens that love formula mechanics and just love process. Matthew 9, here we go. We're getting there, New King James. We'll start from the top. Top of the top. Yeah. So he got into a boat, crossed over, and came to his own city. Then, behold, they brought to him a paralytic line on a bed. Now, this is, the, this, is, and the other, this is where he comes through the roof. Same story. So he's preaching. If you're sinning, cut off your hand, you know, doing his thing. <laughs> getting people to realize, like, I'm going to save you. <laughs> Loving it. Then behold, they wrote a paralytic lying on a bed. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, he called him son. Did you pick that up? Son, be of good cheer, your sins are forgiven. At once, some of the scribes within themselves, at uh, once, some of the scribes said within themselves, This man blasphemies. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think? evil in your hearts. In the same story in Mark 2 and Luke 5, it says they began to reason in their hearts. They began to ponder. They began to play their reality, which is, no, 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 no. This is the long way and the hard way, and you are just going to forgive him? No. And Jesus is like, i'm god he didn't say it but i'm like could you imagine like these guys are telling god like you can't do that and god's like i'm god <laughs> i just i'm just picturing this like wow but they were so they were they, they were like you can't forgive i know forgiveness it's red it's white it's this it's that and they didn't experience it but they understood it they they, they know it and they're reasoning and and jesus is like go play and then he says isn't it much easier to say your sins are forgiven now get up and walk He's introducing them to a reality. His new reality. Isn't it easier. To say. That you're healed. Maybe it's not. Is it easier to say that he's. Already here. Or. Are we going to reason. Now remember. As you believe in your heart, so it is. I'm just going to read Mark 2 real quick. I'm just going to read it. You don't have to go there. This is the same verse, but this is, I just want you to hear it in this version. But immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they reasoned thus within themselves, he said to them, why do you reason about these things in your heart? Why are you playing this fake reality that I'm trying to abolish over and over and over, right? How many of you have ever done that? We've reasoned, right? We've pondered something, and it just, like, gets heavier and heavier and heavier. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, for me, the biggest pondering was, like, God is angry. God is angry. Like, I better not sin. I better not sin. I better not sin. And because I thought that for so long, so he is. Thank God for so-so. And that's when we cry out, he loves me. Because... I got distracted by a fake reality. Is God angry at me? No. The heavenly reality is I'm his pleasure. Right? We are his pleasure. We are his joy. Now, I want to I wanna go off on um, Paul. I got to go to Paul. I got to go to Paul. Oh, I love Paul. Y- y- you got to love Paul because he is he's really the example that talk about uh, um, a reality shift to believe he's doing the right thing, murdering us, right? To like, I can't get out of this. Are you serious? This is is true? I'm righteous? God transferred his righteousness to me because I believed? No. He believed. So, Holy Spirit, where do you want to go? I want to make sure where he wants to go. I'll be honest, I'm a little lost right now. Still his pleasure, though. <laughs> Sorry. So are you. Just talk within yourselves. <laughs> no, I know where I'm going. I, within Paul's letters, it's just... You see this man become so aware of a reality that just took over him to the point where he was shipwrecked, beaten, stoned, and just couldn't stop. Persecution was like, (laughs) he's that good. I believe we're getting to a place, and Pastor Barry prophesied that there's going to be heavy persecution. But before we hit that place we have to be absolutely blitzed about the gospel or else it won't be fun at all. (laughs) It's coming, but it's not going to happen until we are absolutely like just consumed like he was with joy, with pleasure that we can't lose. Throw me in prison. Awesome. Snake bit me. Great. It's just like, Oh my gosh. It just, he's living in a reality that people are like, what a freak. Even in Matthew, um, I'm just going to go here real quick. I'm I'm jumping ship. Just just stay there. This is in Acts 26. And I love this because Paul here is explaining his change, what happened to him. Just listen to this. He's telling the king. It's because... uh, I'm just going to read it to you. It's because this whole world dimension that the Jews grabbed me in the temple that day and tried to kill me. They wanted to keep God for themselves. But God has stood by me just as he's promised. And I'm standing here saying, I love this, standing here saying what I've been saying to anyone, whether king or child, who is listened, who is, a. Uh, Who will listen? This is the message translation. And everything I'm saying is completely in line with the prophets and Moses said this would happen. One, the Messiah must die. Two, raised from the dead. He would be the first rays of God's daylight shining on his people far and near. People both godless and God-fearing. And then this man Festus, this was too much. He interrupted Paul and said, Paul, you're crazy. You read too many books, spent so much time staring off into space. Get a grip on yourself. Get back to the real world. And Paul stands his ground. He's at a high and he's not coming down. He's in a reality that even the king is like, dude, stop it. Come back down. Like, your heavenly reality, stop it. It's offending me. And Paul's like, I'm so sorry. just so good. That's where we're going. I'm telling you, he is pleasure. Psalm 36.8, man, tells us to delight, right? Where's Taylor? Taylor has the word tattooed on his finger. It's the word, shout it for me. Rava. It says in six eight to be abundantly satisfied in his fullness. You know what the word satisfied means? It's the word "rava." It means to be intoxicated, to be drenched, to be soaked to, from head to toe, to be wet everywhere you go. That is his pleasure, is you, and that he would you every step you take. Are you aware of that reality? Have you tasted that he's that good? Have you ever gotten that high? Some, a lot of it is because we're, live, we're believing a false reality. How many of you thought this morning... I hope God shows up this morning. Oh, God, that's a terrible false reality. When you show up, He's there. When you start worshiping, He's already there, like, yeah. What if we all believe that? Imagine how much deeper we could go and worship. People would be pulling over. The shadow of this church would be like healing people left and right. What would be, what, imagine if we all showed up, like, I'm here. What if we started from the finished work of Jesus? What if, what if, what if, what if he finished what he actually said he finished? Go ahead. Start reasoning. I'm just kidding. Don't be kidding. Where was I going? Oh, Paul, Paul. I want to talk about Paul because I, I've just been enjoying this thing of really, He's already here, and we all know this verse. How many of you heard this? I'm telling you, if you read something in the gospel and it pulls you away from the finished work of Jesus, get a new word. That's, honestly, that's why I believe we have tr- different translations because words paint pictures, and it's different for everyone. We're not all robots. Some of you are just reading. Maybe your translation is not right for you. That's all I'm saying. Maybe, right? It's like blasphemy, right? King James, whatever. <laughs> But, anyways, I've just been embracing Ephesians 4, and we all know this verse. Put on the new man. I hate that translation. Because it requires me to do something. I looked it up. It's a bad translation. Do you know what put on? You know what it actually means? It actually says this: sink in to the new man. Oh. <laughs> See, putting on the new man involves me doing something. (laughs) Sinking in just requires me to go. Like, it's just, it's ready. It's effortless. It's unforced. It's grace. It's a gift. It doesn't require me flexing. This is what Paul was brilliant at. Grace, his message, his reality was, it's grace. I sink in. Why? Pastor Gavin taught. Where is the kingdom? In, 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 in. It's already there. You're already a finished work in his eye. All you're doing is awakening to the, oh my gosh, what Paul was. Oh my, you're kidding me. He's radiating? Yes. The veil was torn off. As in, it pulled off to a light that has already been on. You're not muscling God, turn the light on. It's on. He unveils. So Paul says, sink in. Which causes you to do what? If you think about like a couch, how do you sink into it? You relax. You relax. You sink into the reality that his fullness is already there. Because that's the truth. That's the truth that you need to sink into. Each truth sh- that's sinking into and playing. <sighs> I love what Alex sang today, and, I, and it just confirmed something. I met with a guy told me to meet with one of the partners, and I did. And she was telling me about this thing she saw on Facebook about eagles. And so he sang this song about eagles, and I'm like, yeah! I love when he just, like, connects stuff. I'm like, yeah! And someone posted this thing, she was telling me about eagles and crows. Have you heard about this? So, crows will sometimes jump on the back of eagles and peck at them and just go to town on them. Do you know what they do? They don't fight back and go, do you know what they do? They fly higher until the crow can't take the atmosphere and just effortlessly falls off to its doom. What's sinking in is you sink in, which means you're actually going higher and higher and higher and higher. And the more you sink into reality, things have to go away. Here's the key. Here's the key. This is the most important part. It has to leave effortlessly or unforced. Because if it's forced, it's not supernatural. You did it. You get glory. I'll fast my way into healing. Have fun with that one. I'm not knocking fasting. I'm not knocking fasting. I will knock if I know about your fast. You're not fasting, though. Sorry. Sink in to a reality that's already there. Sink into a reality. That's already there. And that's the mystery. The mystery is. How far can we go? How wide can we go? How high can we go? How? 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 Because he's endless. That's the mystery. That's why Jesus writes us a blank check saying all things are possible. If you can sink in and believe your shadow can heal people in supermarkets you can sidekick cancer (laughs) I know you guys like this is just it's okay I'm here to talk to my people that don't want to reason anymore (laughs) reasoning sucks doesn't it when you think about it, it just like dilutes the gospel and it just makes Jesus look so small. Where the more you sink in, Holy Spirit just magnifies Jesus. And just everything you think you struggle with, you realize, oh, it was a mirage and it evaporates. All addiction is, is a mirage. And the only way for it to leave is to sink in. That's what Sozo does, makes you aware of this reality and it goes effortlessly. Has anyone ever tried to muscle up trying to stop addiction? Worked great, right? Brilliant. Right? Come on, we've all done something, something right? Unforced rhythms of grace. And the reality is, grace is already here. He's already here. I know, I, I could feel it. It can't be that easy. It's okay. You and Holy Spirit, you have to have your own word. You have to have your own romance with being his pleasure. Remember, you are his pleasure. And how that's going to look out is going to be different. And this is the one thing I love about sinking in. It just makes everything brighter. And then I notice the more I sink in, this one thing stops happening. I stop criticizing I stop criticizing because I'll start enjoying. The reason we criticize is because we're not enjoying something. Write that down. For example, my wife, I used to criticize her. Why? Because I'm not enjoying the reality of how God actually sees her. I'm going to bring reasoning into it. She needs to be like me, God. I'm on fire. Has anyone ever done that with their beloved? (laughs) All the women, oh! (laughs) But the reality is, she's a finished work. She's finished. From the right side of the cross, she's radiating so much glory, and now I can partake in it the more I be aware of it. But if I'm not aware of it, I'll criticize. But hey, she makes me always late. Yeah, enjoy it. Stop criticizing it and enjoying it. I'm so serious. I still struggle with that one, though. What does that mean? Here's the thing, though. What does that mean? I need more glory. I need to go from glory to glory to glory so I can go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. That my love for my wife can actually get more pleasure, more pleasure, more pleasure. Yeah, and that's with everyone. And I'm learning to do that. I love sitting in Pastor Kathy's office. I could just sit there and just like, Not talk. It's like, oh, yeah. She just radiates. She makes me want to just like go to a subway and just kick the wall down and go, who needs it? (laughs) I can enjoy her because I see her as a finished product. She's finished. She's beaming so much glory. Are you aware of it? The person next to you is getting their glory on you. Isn't that exciting? (laughs) Just read Isaiah 60. Remember, your light has come, past tense. His glory now streams from you, streams from you. It's never shut off. You're just not aware of it. That's why you sink in, embrace in, rest in, unforced in. My wife is here with my son. I'll end with this, and uh, he's six months now. And, um, I have, I've been, I've been so excited to be a father. Cause I knew, I knew everyone always told me, I was like, I'm going to get like, I was just excited for the revelations that God was going to give me just watching him. And, uh, I love just what we, he's a happy little dude. He's just so happy. And like, he loves, he loves people. I think because the first three months of COVID, he was like locked in on a mountain. And then when we took him to church, he was like, Oh, there's more of us. This is amazing. <laughs> I think for three months he's like, oh, so it's just you, you, and the dog. Okay. <laughs> okay. But, like, he, here's the thing, though. He was awakened to a reality that there's more people. But his thine, he might have thought a false reality, which is there's two, uh, two and a half of you. Can I tell you something, living faith, just in case you didn't feel it in worship? You're not alone in here. There are angels. There's a reality that God is trying to make us more aware of than this world. Don't be distracted by the natural realm. Have fun with the new realm. Radiate the new realm, the thing you're partnering with. So my son, I love it. Uh, on Sundays, and sometimes we take naps, um, we'll put them in the bed of, of between us. And uh, my wife does the face so good. Um, When he wakes up, he's so happy. Like, he normally does this, like, little, like. But, like, when he wakes up and he sees both mommy and daddy, like, uh, he, he does this. He's like. Like, it's like, that's what the gospel does. It awakens you to this reality that it's like. He's like, I can enjoy both of you? And it's like, yeah. You know what I don't do to my son? I need you to practice spending time with me. <laughs> we think God does that to us. For example, there's another word. No, no, here's the thing. I'm not knocking that word. How many of you have heard practice his presence? I'm not knocking that statement. But if, if that thing causes you to move from a place of the, un, the unfinished work of cross, you need a new word. Does that make sense? And that's okay. See, that's, that's between you and God. You get to find your own romance, your own words, your own language. He's giving me my, my own words. My, my one is like, like truth. I no longer call truth. I call toys. So I can just get on this bad boy and just go. Get this picture for the photo shoot. Sorry. The reality is now. It's here. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. And it's a mystery, like I said, because it's endless. What would that look like? Take time to sink in. Take time to sink in, to play in. It's very loud out there. But he's very loud in here. So loud, I promise you. He's so loud. Even that's a false reality. We think, God, evil's just so heavy, and he's just, you know, false reality. It's a mirage. He's bigger. He's better. He's better than drugs. If we radiated that, you would have crackheads at the door wanting to come in, and that's the truth. I'll end with this last story. I promise. When I was 21, I, uh, I moved back to California with my parents, and my parents bought a laundromat. And uh, I would work the morning shift and then go to school at night. And I was in a city called San Pedro. It's in L.A. And um, it was an awesome location. <laughs> what I mean is, like, across the street was like a bar, another bar. Than then a halfway house over here. <laughs> so it's awesome. For a Christian, it was like, oh, this is great. So every morning I would get there at 5.30 a.m. And I would see these people in an alternate reality chasing a high. You know what they would do at 5.30 in the morning? They would go around to all the cigarettes. You know where you put cigarette buds? Digging through that. Hungry for a high. Hungry for a pleasure. Where they found little buds, they would, they would smoke just that little bit, and they looked for change. One of them I would invite in, and he would come in, and the only thing he could look to me and say was, do you have change? And I'm like, um, yeah, I have some change, but do you want to come in for coffee? And uh, he would be like, yeah, yeah, and he would set the TV. And then five minutes later, Do you have change? Do you have change? He was seeking after this high, this pleasure. He is that pleasure. He is that. Remember, the enemy doesn't create. He distorts. He perverts. He takes joy and he puts a price tag on it. You can get this high and then you're going to pay for the rest where God says, you come in and you get all of it. All of it. To be so high that you're smiling being martyred. I just scared some of you, including my wife. That's how high these guys were. That's the reality they were living in. They couldn't lose. Snakes. (laughs) cells. <laughs> Do it. He's here. I love you, living faith. Sorry if I scared you this morning. <laughs> um, let's just go ahead and pray. Uh, thank you. So can we clap it up once again for the worship team? It's just extraordinary what's going on here. Um, gosh. I'm going to have to abandon my kids so I can sneak in here a little more. I just I just walked in. I was like, sunk. I'm in it. I'm in it. You're here. It was just so easy. Is anyone else feeling that? It just, It's just like, it's like, oh, it's glory. So let's just, let's just I'm just going to pray. But even prayer, can we stop being mechanical? And just be naked? If that makes sense? Be unashamed. So as you sink in, If you just get so excited you got to smack someone, just do it. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Cool. So let's just take a second. And let's be aware of God's reality that he's (sighs) there. Already there. Jesus, we just love you. Thank you for everything you did. For the gift of the Holy Spirit. For revealing the Father's love to us. And we just say yes to you being home in us. (laughs) Holy Spirit, we ask that you would guide us deeper into more truth. And if there's any mirages of reasonings, that we've built up. We just give you permission to just blow them up with truth. Holy Spirit, guide us in the real reality of who we are and the finished work of Jesus. The finished work. We sink into you effortlessly. Thank you, Jesus, for making this effortlessly for us all because of your blood. Oh. We don't come to you as sacrifice, but we embrace your sacrifice. We embrace your sacrifice. That what you did was enough. Teach us to live from this place. Living In the pleasure of who you are in us. Living in the intoxication, the wetness of your presence that is always on. And that is always radiating from us. Guide us, Holy Spirit. Just love you. Yes. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the unforced rhythms of grace just like a buoy in an ocean, we just rest in that. Thank you, Holy Spirit. want to say the a word because it's so mechanical (laughs) right that's how we do prayer that's how i know to do prayer you say the a word prayer is endless you're always in him you guys have a great week continue this he doesn't turn off love you guys um yeah have a great week cool god bless you